Good evening. Uh, our psalm tonight are Psalm 119, and we're doing verses 129 through 144 on page 498. And then we move back a few pages to page 487 for Psalm 117. And of course, at the end, we'll do the intercession on page 590. Evening prayer starts on page 21. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Together the general confession. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 119, verse 129 on the bottom of 498. Thy testimonies are wonderful, therefore doth my soul keep them. When thy word goes forth, it giveth light and understanding into the simple. I opened my mouth and drew in my breath. For my delight was in thy commandments. O look thou upon me, and be merciful unto me, as thou usedst unto those that love thy name. Order my steps in thy word, and so shall wickedness have dominion over me. O deliver me from the wrongful dealings of men, and so shall I keep thy commandments. Show the light of thy countenance upon thy servant, and teach me thy statutes. Mine eyes gush out with water, because men keep not thy law. Psalm 117, on page 47. O praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye peoples. For his merciful kindness is ever more and more towards us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 44th chapter of the Apocryphal book Ecclesiasticus. 
Let us now sing the praises of famous men, our ancestors, in their generations. The Lord apportioned to them great glory, his majesty from the beginning. There were those who ruled in their kingdoms and made a name for themselves by their valor, those who gave counsel because they were intelligent, those who spoke in prophetic oracles, those who led the people by their counsels and by their knowledge of the people's lore. They were wise in their words of instruction, those who composed musical tunes or put verse in writing, rich men endowed with resources living peacefully in their homes. All these were honored in their generations and were the pride of their times. Some of them have left behind a name so that others declare their praise. But of others there is no memory. They have perished as though they had never existed. They have become as though they had never been born, they and their children after them. But these also were godly men, whose righteous deeds have not been forgotten. Their wealth will remain with their descendants, and their inheritance with their children's children. Their descendants stand by the covenants, their children also for their sake. Their offspring will continue forever, and their glory will never be blotted out. Their bodies are buried in peace, but their name lives on generation after generation. The assembly declares their wisdom, and the congregation proclaims their praise. Here endeth the first lesson. Together Magnificat on page 26. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the tenth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. And when he had called his twelve disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits, to cast them out, and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. Now the names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew his brother, James the son of Zebedee and John his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus and Labaius, whose surname was Thaddeus, Simon the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out and commanded them, saying, Do not go into the way of the Gentiles, and do not enter a city of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver nor copper in your money belts, nor bag for your journey, nor two tunics, nor sandals, nor staffs, for a worker is worthy of his food. <clears throat> now whatever city or town you enter, inquire who in it is worthy, and stay there till you go out. 
and when you go into a household, greet it. If the household is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whoever will not receive you nor hear your words, when you depart from that house or city, shake off the dust from your feet. Assuredly, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to councils and scourge you in, the, in their synagogues. You will be brought before governors and kings for my sake, as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you should speak, for it will be given to you in that hour what you should speak. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father who speaks in you. Now brother will deliver up brother to death, and a father his child, and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in this city, flee to another. For assuredly, I say to you, you will not have gone through the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher, and a servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they call those of his household? Therefore do not fear them, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, and hidden that will not be known. Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light, and what you hear in the ear, preach out on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin, and not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will? But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Nuke Demetis on page 28. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. 
and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee, let thy continual pity cleanse and defend thy church, and because it cannot continue in safety without thy succor, preserve it evermore for, by thy help and goodness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. I, it's brought to my attention that uh, as I filled in on this Wednesday that we do the litany, and of course I was ill-prepared for that, and I don't have the um, the 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 thing to click over and get it on the computer, so I, I included on the on the chat bar there. I don't know if that's even, uh, you have the ability to read that or not, but we can do that afterwards. And I apologize for that. I, I had just not done Wednesday in so long. I forgot that was a part of it, even though we do it on Wednesday night at um, St. Thomas every time, every Wednesday night. So anyway, my apologies for that. And um, let's see here. Let's get to, I have a couple notes on the, um, on the scriptures for tonight that I want to share with you. So let me get over there to my notes. Gee, Deacon Bob, you're really set up tonight, aren't you? There we go. All right. So um, we had our, we're having our last uh, in, in, uh, dance with the Ecclesiasticus for a little while, and um, I think tonight's passage from this apocryphal book shows us a couple things. And so what we have from from now until the beginning in chapter 50 is is a section um, giving honor to people who follow God. And you see this pattern in Ecclesiasticus, and it tells us something else. It tells us that there's a possibility that that uh, most likely that uh, New Testament writers were familiar with these with this uh, literature because this this chapter almost sounds a little bit like Hebrews 11. And what I really liked in this chapter it really gave me. Um, see a sense of peace because he talks about all the great people of God but then he in in verses 9 through 11 he talks about those who there's no memory they perish as if they never existed there's no memory of them but these also were godly men whose righteous deeds have not been forgotten their wealth remained with their descendants and their inheritance as with their children's children i think it's a call to us to um to remember that we live a godly life we do our ministry we exercise our gifts whether we become famous or not is not important what is important is that we're present in a place for others with jesus and so I think of somebody who's actually is famous, but they did that, and they didn't even know all the things they did, and that's Ruth and Boaz, who were the fathers. Uh, their their son was Obed, whose son was Jesse, whose son was David. And so they follow that they lived a godly life, and we know about that because of the book of Ruth. But um, they just lived their godly life. And how many people like Obed, uh, nobody really heard of Obed except for that genealogy, but he lived a godly life and raised Jesse, who lived a godly life, who raised David and became the king, who's the, for, the um, forefather of Jesus. So um, 
I think it's important for us to, to remember that our walk is just as important as anybody else's walk. Our gifts are our gifts. And um, so we, we live our life in faith. And that's, um, we do that. The reward, of course, is our, the kingdom, that, uh, the fulfillment of the kingdom and our part in that. Um, Matthew, we see that Jesus sent out his apostles or his disciples and, and sent them on a mission. A couple things. There are four men in the New Testament named James, and you've probably heard this already, but there was the apostle James, the brother of John. Um, there was uh, also a, another uh, disciple named James, and they called him James the Lesser, and maybe because he was smaller, we're not sure. James, the father of Judas, who was Judas, who wasn't Iscariot, and uh, James, the Lord's half brother, who wrote the epistle that bears his name. So there's a number of James around in the New Testament, and it can get a little confusing if you think of it as all one man, because I know uh, one of them is is martyred. So. Um, so when Jesus instructed his disciples, he sent them out, provide neither gold nor silver nor copper and money belts nor bag for your journey nor two tunics nor sandals. The purpose of these restrictions were uh, unique for this mission. And in a later mission in Luke 22, they were they were given totally different, yeah, very different, completely different instructions. So the point here is is to teach them to trust the Lord to supply their needs and to trust the generosity of the people to whom they minister, which is a concept Paul calls upon in Timothy about um, if you do the work of the Lord, then the people of the Lord should be um, supporting you. So it, it's, this is not one that we take and say every time we go out, we go this way. This was specific to this uh, situation and had a specific lesson. I think most importantly is uh, verse 10, 1, where he said, it said he gave them power. So Jesus delegated his power to the apostles, and it shows that he and his kingdom are sovereign. Not just he, but he and his kingdom are sovereign over physical and spiritual realms, um, the effects of sin and of Satan. And this was an unheard of display of power before that because, uh, you know, maybe somebody was a prophet and did some things that were miraculous, but nobody sent out their people to do those things. And so this was a, a, a great display of power. Um, it's Jesus said, he who receives you receives me. And the um, point there is that Christ lives in his people. And so if we, if Christ lives on us, that should show you. And we've heard the word like you'll, you'll know them by their fruits. But I think as a Christian, the challenge is to let Jesus live in you, to let him live through you. And to do that, we have to constantly remind ourselves to move away from the um, thoughts of the world and the worries of the world and to concentrate and be mindful on, on this Savior of ours who um, gives us that power and, and allows us to live that way. All right, now I'm going back to the litany. And I don't know if you can read the litany there. If some of you have it, um, I will I will do the parts that, um, and you guys can do the response, and you, you know most of those. So uh, that should be fairly easy. Um, o God the Father, creator of heaven and earth. Have mercy upon us. O God the Son, redeemer of the world. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful. Have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God. Have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. 
that it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this State, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our supplications at this time. giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, to amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed, granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy and the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to put into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to fill us with such love for one another that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, pour out thy Holy Spirit upon this parish, and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual warfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers. Strengthen and increase the faithful. Visit and relieve the sick. Turn and soften the wicked. Rouse the negligent and careless. Recover the fallen. Restore the penitent. Remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth. Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, to the honor and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore.
Amen. It's great to be with you tonight. Thank you for bearing with me on this Wednesday. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That was thank great. You. Thank you. Welcome back. <laughs> thank you.